another informational resource from UK Healthcare. This is UK HealthCast, featuring conversations with our physicians and other healthcare providers. Here's Melanie Cole. The cardiothoracic surgery program at UK Healthcare provides expert care for major lung and esophageal surgery and minimally invasive techniques, including robotic surgery. My guest today is Dr. Jonathan Keeve. He's a thoracic surgeon with the University of Kentucky Healthcare. Welcome to the show, Dr. Keeve. So what types of conditions does a thoracic surgeon treat? Well, most commonly, Melanie, we see uh, patients that have both lung cancer and esophageal cancer. Uh, They're picked up through chest X-ray or CAT scan or even an upper GI if a patient has some type of swallowing dysfunction. So they'll be referred typically either by a pulmonologist their primary care physician, or even a gastroenterologist. Those are the most common things we see, lung and esophageal cancer, but we also see many patients that have had lung screening done. Maybe they're one of those high-risk type individuals that have been a heavy smoker previously or lived in a a home with a lot of smoking, and a CAT scan was recommended to make sure they were screened uh, for early uh, detection of lung cancer. So we'll see a patient with lung nodules or lung masses, or very commonly also patients with a fluid around their lung, a pleural effusion that needs to be drained or needs to be evaluated through minimally invasive techniques. So there's a variety of entry ways uh, to see us, uh, and basically we take care of anything above the diaphragm, and including foregut disease. In other words, patients that have uh, hiatal hernias or any type of hernia where they're having some kind of reflux or GERD, uh, we take care of those folks as well. So, you know, we're seeing more things such as lung cancer and there's CT screening for lung cancer and there's, now there's all kinds of new advancements and technologies. And I I mentioned in the intro, Dr. Keeve, robotic surgery. So tell us what you're doing with robotic surgery in terms of esophageal and lung surgeries. How are you using this technology to better, for better outcomes? Well, the robot offers us a, a new platform to deliver the same type of care in an even more minimally invasive uh, approach. So using a robot, uh, we're able to see through 3D uh, much better anatomy and much better uh, the visualization allows us to operate even in a more meticulous fashion. So patients are able to get out of the hospital much quicker with uh, lower morbidity or complication rate. So we use the robot for both lung lung resections where we're taking out portions of the lung or esophagectomy where we remove the esophagus. And we also use the the robot for mediastinal diseases, uh, patients that have large lymph nodes or maybe a large thymus gland, patients that have, let's say, a condition called myasthenia. Uh, they're referred to us by neurologists, and uh, some of these folks have what's called a thymoma, a small or large tumor of the thymus gland right behind the sternal or the breastbone, and we're able to use the robot uh, to significantly see and operate uh, in a much cleaner plane than we were before. So there's no no longer do we have to split the sternum or split the ribs. We're able to use the robot uh, to get in there and remove these type of tumors and these type of uh, pathologies so the patients get out of the hospital much quicker with a much lower need for pain medicine. So what would you like to tell people about some of these thoracic conditions, including esophageal conditions, and prevention so that maybe they don't have to come see you? I think the biggest thing that we see, uh, especially in Kentucky, is uh, patients uh, tend to eat very quickly, uh, and they tend to eat thick and rich foods and meats. And I think the important thing is if you have any problems swallowing, uh, if you have any pain or food is getting stuck or you're feeling a sticking feeling when food goes down, 
you probably ought to see somebody, uh, both for an endoscopy, where we actually put a lighted tube or a lighted scope down the esophagus, uh, or to be evaluated for reflux disease, uh, because those two things, hiatal hernia and esophageal cancer, are very common, and we want to see these folks early so that we can intervene early, uh, and that so long-term they do well. So uh, in terms of the esophagus, if you're having any kind of problem swallowing, any kind of problem with food sticking or pain on swallowing, uh, or if you've noticed a change in your diet as a result of your eating, uh, you know, because you're not able to tolerate certain types of consistencies of food, then you probably ought to see us right away uh, so we can start the work up and make sure the esophagus and the stomach are normal and make sure there's no uh, complications. In terms of lung, what we'd like to see uh, since we are still a big smoking population and since we know there are still uh, 140 to 150,000 deaths per year due to lung cancer, uh, we'd like to see more people get screened with a low-dose CAT scan uh, of their chest. And most local hospitals now uh, will perform this study at a very nom- nominal charge so that we can pick up the lesions and the nodules in the lungs uh, that may be deemed suspicious down the road, and we can intervene on these uh, lesions much uh, earlier than uh, later. The unfortunate thing about lung cancer, uh, 75% of these folks are already advanced stage by the time uh, they're discovered. Uh, so we don't want to see people when they have symptoms. We want to see people before that. And that means if you've had a long history of smoking or smoke exposure or you've worked around asbestos or radon, we'd like to see you earlier so we can do the CAT scan and potentially thwart any uh, long-term complications that these uh, lesions or potential cancers may cause down the road, if that makes sense. It does. And and so tell us about your team. Uh, We hear the term cardiothoracic surgery, and so it's sort of a combined center. And tell us about your team and and at University of Kentucky Healthcare. At University of Kentucky, we have experts in aortic disease and coronary artery disease. We have expert heart surgeons. Uh, we have expert pulmonologists. We have expert interventional pulmonologists, guys that are lung doctors that specialize in just the airway. Uh, and they can put small probes and tubes down the airway and biopsy things that normally in the past uh, were very hard to see. Now they, these guys, uh, in combination with the, radi- radi- uh, with the radiologists, are able to see lesions at a much earlier size and actually intervene and biopsy these lesions and actually mark these lesions much earlier so that we can surgically uh, remove these lesions or treat these lesions with radiation, whatever's appropriately needed at a much earlier phase. So the cardiothoracic team here at UK comprises a wide, vast uh, combination of people from nurse practitioners and physicians assistants to uh, expert surgeons both in cardiac surgery and thoracic surgery, uh, we have a big team of oncologists who specialize just in the lung, also specialize in the esophagus, and then we have an elite uh, world-class radiation oncology team as well who can provide uh, radiation therapy and SBRT and all the associated therapies uh, that may be needed. So through this multidisciplinary team that's all in com- compromised under the cardiothoracic team, uh, we're able to see uh, patients the same day and uh, begin the workup right away and get the patient on to healing. That's such great information. So finish it up for us, doctor, and just let let the listeners know what you'd like them to know about thoracic issues, whether it's esophageal cancer or lung cancer or any of these types of things that you might treat and what you want them to know about ways to prevent them and the best ways to live a healthy lifestyle. Absolutely. I totally agree with you, Melanie. The, the lifestyle is number one. Uh, 
I, I recognize that a lot of folks smoke, and I recognize that uh, it's a, a tough habit to quit. Uh, it takes a lot of encouragement, and it takes, uh, you know, some ancillary services, including sometimes patches, nicotine, gum, lozenges, uh, or even medication. Uh, but it takes, uh, you know, the will and the desire to quit, uh, which would help most folks. Uh, we see that tobacco not only causes the vast majority of lung cancers, but overall it causes about a half a million lung cancer or lung or smoking-related deaths every year. So not only the lung, but the esophagus, the upper airway, the head and neck. There's a whole lot of other areas that smoking and tobacco directly impact. So of anything that's most important is, number one, to try and stop smoking or smoking cessation or nicotine cessation is critical. Uh, in light of that, if the cancer has already uh, started, it's important for us to make an early diagnosis so that we early in early intervention can uh, happen as well. So a chest x-ray and a CAT scan and uh, a thoughtful evaluation by a, a physician or a nurse practitioner is the way to start with a complete history and physical and then with imaging. Uh, and then once these things are picked up, we encourage folks to pick up the phone and, you know, find a healthcare team uh, that will treat you in a multidisciplinary manner, meaning that they have all the things you need under one roof and that scheduling isn't a difficult thing and that a nurse navigator will walk you through every step of the process so that all questions will be answered. So for both lung and esophagus, uh, we like to intervene early and uh, we like to have people see a, a variety of specialists so that all their questions are answered and all opportunities are given to them. Thank you so much. What great information, Dr. Keefe. Thank you so much for being with us today. This is UK HealthCast with the University of Kentucky HealthCare. For more information, you can go to ukhealthcare.uky.edu. That's ukhealthcare.uky.edu. I'm Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.